Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Andre from the Opinionated Podcast, and I just want to remind you that we are live every Sunday on our Facebook page, and you can find us wherever you stream your music at the Opinionated Podcast. We drop a new episode every Tuesday. So remember to like, share, comment, and don't forget to subscribe. Enjoy the show. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Opinionated Podcast, and we are your hosts. I'm Cool Kev. Kevin Durant. And I'm Andre, and we are on it. Have our guest introduce herself. And I'm Danny Jones in Cornwall, England. Oh, wow. Our special guest from England. Across the pond. Across, across the pond. That's what it's called. <laughs> an ocean away. Exactly. Right. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> uh, Danny, won't you, won't you tell us about uh, just kind of, you know, what do you do and how you got started doing that? What do I do? Well, apart from writing books, I'm retired. Um, I was born of Serbian parents who came to England after the First World War and I was born in a big county called Yorkshire so I don't actually talk like the people where I'm living now because I've got this accent. Um, I love it. Oh bless you. I went to to the grammar school and didn't do too bad but my parents wanted me to go to university and I wouldn't go because I wanted to marry Trevor and have his babies and that's what I did. But we got divorced when I was when I was forty, and then I went on to have this chaotic life. That some of it is in the books that I'm writing. Um, I've always been a writer, and people started saying to me, "When are you going to write the book of your life?" And I, it was like, "Who's going to believe anything? Who wants to know about me? I'm not anybody." So I decided to use bits of my life and people I knew to write stories. So I'm not a novelist, I'm a storyteller. Um, And I'm going to say I'm quite funny. I also do little improvised videos of Mrs. Jones on the telephone, but that's for another day. (laughs) (laughs) We definitely want to hear about that. (laughs) When we get time. um, So if you're going to be a writer, I think you've got to devote your time to it. So it's very difficult because I ran a psychotherapy counselling practice and I also taught um, people. Um, I also taught in one of Britain's largest prisons, but that's another book. That's just gone off to the publishers. I'm not even going to go there with that one because we're not talking about that tonight. Um, (laughs) And so I, I got married six years ago and came down to Cornwall with my new husband. And But I've been writing... The first book in this trilogy, Chasing Rainbows, um, was 2014. So I've been writing, what, seven years properly. Okay. Um, And then two years ago, I was accepted by a publisher and the rest is history. So the second second book is now out. Um, The stories, the the story runs through. It's it's a saga of a a love between a man and a woman called Adam and Olivia. And it spans over 30 years, if not more. Um, Wow. They are based... I got um, a songwriter involved called Philip Goodham-Tate. I wanted his songs for the promo videos that I have. um, And he gave me the copyright to them. But he said, if it goes to film... We'll have to discuss it because I got the copyright for free. Nice. <laughs> yeah. My, my, my dream is obviously to have a bestseller. Um, the reviews are good. 
I don't know how people get the books on the shelves and I don't know how people get bestsellers. It would make an, like people send it, make a brilliant film. But it's about just hitting on that one person who's going to go, yeah, let's have a look at this. Right. That, that's what I'm needing. And so I'm. this sounds off and I'm going to say I'm putting myself about, but not in that way. <laughs> <laughs> In America, you um you speak American. It's not yeah. English, it's American, so things are different. And I right. I spent two weeks in New Orleans once. It's the first time I ever went to America, and we could hardly understand each other, but we spoke <laughs> the same words. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a little bit of a twang down in New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans. New Orleans. So <laughs> New Orleans. I, I, I got a question to ask you. You said you're more of a storyteller than an author. Do you think it's easier being a storyteller to write, or do you still suffer what most authors suffer from, which is like the writer's block and, you know, mm. having them days where you might write 10 pages, but also having them days that you just might just only get a paragraph out? Mm. Right. That's good a good question. Um, I do a lot of thinking. I can't sit with a blank piece of paper and a pen. I'm not that sort of an author. So before I even pick the pen up, the story's in my head. So like, wow. I'll tell you the story, and if I tell someone else's story, I'll go, this could change at any time because it's up here. So mm-hmm. it's it, and, and when I get writer's block, which is very rare, it's almost like there's another voice inside me, and I see the stories as film. I see... You know, as I'm writing, it's like I'm watching television and writing it all down. Wow. And when it dries up, I just go gardening and knitting or drinking with my friends or whatever, and then eventually it comes back and I start again. That's how I do it. That's a, that's that a, sounds like natural. Yeah. Like yeah. organic. Yeah, that's to me, and I, I envy that because it's a lot of times, like I used to, a long time ago, uh, I used to make make music and the one thing is, is you can get writer's block making music too. I didn't yes. write any songs, but I, you know, made the actual music. And when you get it, it's hard. And I could go do a million things and then come back to sit down and it's still hard. Yeah, we, we, me and him used <laughs> yeah. to do music together. So I understand what he's saying. You just, you're, you'll be staring at the screen. Yeah. It'll be the same loop playing. You're like, man, I don't know what to add. I suck today. Yeah. That's usually what I would say. <laughs> Dog, I suck. I'm not meant to do this ever. And then you come back. You know, maybe a couple of days later, and then come it's up with there. one of your best things yet. So, yeah, yeah. What sort of music are we talking about? I'm asking questions now. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Uh, we did mostly hip hop, some R and B, some some R, some R and B. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and uh, you know, we were, just, we were just beat makers, we were just producers, yeah, producers. Yeah, that yeah. was it. We was behind the scenes. We wasn't actually writing the lyrics, but that's the problem we had to do. We had to hear the lyrics of the artist in our head. Right. And then try to put that into music form sonically for them to, you know, hopefully it'll come to yeah. come out the way we want it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which I can tell that's that that's you kind of get to create the whole story. Like there's no one that you're waiting for to come and say, oh, you know what? No, let me let me write this character specifically. So that's why no. I said I envy that because you can just kind of sit back and and just let your imagination run. Well, it's a bit like I'm a people watcher and a lot of the people that are in the books are really real people. Okay. Okay. You've got the one thing that I've learned as a writer or if I'm telling new writers is 
write what you know. This isn't like school where they say, right, write about the day you went to the market and you're making it all up. We've got so much in our heads and so much experience and information. You don't need to make it up if you think about it. It's just there. What you've got to learn is to, am I getting too dark for you? Because I'll put the yeah, big light. Put no, the light. Put the... no, no, you're great. No, no, no. Yeah, All yeah. right, I'm panning. Um, you, you, well, you can't see me grow out bits either when it's dark, so it's all right. Um, I think um, <laughs> you, you, you should write what you know. I suppose it's the same with music. You can't suddenly go off and do classical music or something if you're a hip-hop person. Yeah. Okay. Did right. we lose it? Oh, I saw. I thought, I thought no, we lost yeah. you. You'll never no. lose me. I'm always here. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So, I've lost, uh, what would I've you lost s- you. Where have you gone? Oh, right. no. We're here. We just focused in on oh. you. So, oh, bless uh, you. Thank you. What would you say? Uh, where Where would you say you draw mostly inspiration for uh, writing your books and your characters and you know where where do you where do you uh, get all your ideas and be able to bring them to life in your head? Well, I've got to be honest with you. Most of these books are true, but I've mm. just changed them a lot. So, like people who know me very well, it was like when the red when the first one went out, someone went, "Is are you Olivia?" And I went, "Well, yeah, you could say I am Olivia, really." Okay. Um, so the Adam Adam in the book doesn't know I've written about him at all, and he never will. <laughs> okay. Oh, it, look! If, if it becomes the bestseller, then right. So this one bit, right? So I'm, I'm talking about this one for the moment, chasing rainbows. Right. right I'm going that way. So it's the an fr- airplane. Yeah. It's about two. It's about two. Two men sat next to each other on an airplane going to New York. They don't know each other, right. but one of them sees in the in-flight magazine that um, a picture of a woman who's written a book who's going, who's won an award, and he remembers her. And he had an affair with her like 20 years before. So it takes you back. But the thing is, they don't know this woman's on the plane. And she walks down the island, she sees the two men because she had a bit of a do with the other man, Felix, in Hamburg. And so... um, (laughs) Don't get hot under the collar. So it all comes <laughs> their relationship and the way they treat her, the you know, the way um they were with her. And it actually ends on a cliffhanger at, at Kennedy Airport in New York. Now the two reviews that came back, the two that stuck with me, one was, goodness me, it's like fifty shades with class. I said, I didn't, I didn't I write it. a sex book. I thought I wrote about relationships. Someone else got in touch and said, I couldn't stop laughing. I thought, but I didn't write a comedy book either. <laughs> but I think I think what I learned then as a new author was the reviews you get and what people interpret from books right. tell you more about the reader than the writer. Absolutely. Yeah, so Absolutely. she's gone to America to chase a film deal for the book. So we're on to the one that's just come out now that I'm actually promoting. And they are standalone, so you don't have to read the first one and the second because oh, okay. they tie in. So in America, she goes to – she's in New York, obviously. She goes to – and I always get it wrong. Is it Rain's Law Room? What's that bar? Where? 
Rain's Law Room in New York. Rain. It's like a speakeasy. Oh, we oh, I'm not I'm not too familiar with that place. Yeah, I really want to know we're, now. We're, we're now I want to know. We're going to look it up. That's in the book. Now you'll know this other place she goes to, and it's a place I so want to go to. She goes to Myrtle Beach. Oh, Myrtle Beach. Yeah, I've go. been oh, to Myrtle Beach. I love that music. I'm a, I'm a Northern Soul girl. You know, in the 60s and 70s, we've got Northern Soul in England, and I'm a Northern Soul girl, and I just want to go to Myrtle Beach. Um, she also goes to Philadelphia, and she goes to Cape May. Okay, oh, that's, Jersey, that's where we're right. We're right near there, kind of. We're, we're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, um, I, I, have you found it? Yes, I have. It looks All like right. an amazing spot. Like good drinks there. Well, that's where she. That's where she bumps into Adam again. She bumps into him in Cape May, and but I can tell you, I can tell you a little bit if you want what happens in Myrtle Beach to her. Oh, as long as you're not giving away the book, I would yeah. love to hear yeah. that. I don't want to give too much away because, That's fine. Um, you know, I want people to buy the book, obviously. But she goes <laughs> down to Cape May to meet this film producer. Uh, not Cape May. She goes down to Myrtle Beach to meet a film producer. She should have gone to Los Angeles, but she decides to is is making this film. And she gets picked up by this man that's going to look after her, Vinny. Um, Vic, Vic. I can't remember his name now. Anyway, never mind. Um, and it takes her out to the corn... And um, in the cornfields, they're making a film because she's to meet this Mal, who's the film producer who wants to make a film of a book. Mm -hmm. And the film that is Caster is doing at the moment is called Coming in the Corn. So Olivia's thinking as she's going through all the cornfields, it's probably a zombie film because they're rather popular, or it might be a sci-fi film. And she meets this man and he says, hey, you'll come to the beach party later because we're filming and maybe, you know, It'd be nice to see down there. So she goes down to this peach party and she does what she normally does, gets very drunk and passes out. So when she wakes up, the band is gone, but she can see that they are filming at the other side of um, of a, a bonfire. So she gets up and goes across and she stands behind this male, the producer and the guy that drives her about, and she looks across and she sees something that shocks her. And she faints. And when she wakes up, she's sick all over the film producer's shoes. Mm. And he runs into the ocean shouting, oh, my Gucci's, oh, my Gucci's, because she's thrown up all over his Gucci's. <laughs> when she's been driven back to the hotel, the, the driver said, did you not understand what I meant about coming in the corn? Oh, come on. Work it out, boys. Come on. Yeah, we, we got it. So that's what I'll be like, wait a minute. You had, I thought about it. Now I get it now. Coming in the, coming in the car. And she thought that it was going to be like, she, she thought it was going to be a zombie sci-fi film. Coming but in instead, the it, was, mm-hmm. it was people on the beach, doing things that they do on X Hamster. Oh, <laughs> not my favorite. <laughs> like, now the whole book isn't like that, but that is a bit that right. that that when the editor edited the book, what she wrote in a letter to me was, "I laughed out loud when I read that bit about the beach because you can actually see it." This exactly. little man 
running into the sea shouting all my gooches and her throwing up everywhere, going, what the hell? What's this? Where am I now? <laughs> Some, somewhere she didn't know she wanted to be. For real. So, so there's, a lot, there's a lot in there. And I even mention, I'll get it up again, in Oceans Away, um, you know, well, you know in Cape May, that restaurant that's built on that sunken ship? Um, I think I... Which one's that? Um... Yeah, do your Googles, man. I know, I know what you're talking we, about. We live here and we don't know. Come on. <laughs> we don't go to Cape May, though. I do. I, I do. We work there a lot. Oh, and I, I rode past it. Yeah, well, I knew. I'll tell you how I found out about Cape May. On Facebook, I was friends with a guy called William McRory that had, that he was a boxer of some kind that had some houses up there. In the book, he's called Walter. I asked him. I mean, people, I will say to them, do you want, are you all right if, um, if I had to put a spotlight on me because you can't, I'm feeling I can't see myself now back there. Yeah, you turn um, light on if you want. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah. Whatever oh, right. makes you comfortable. <laughs> um, so, and then, so the third book, oh, so the first book, Chasing Rainbows, was supposed to be A Day Without Love, which was a hit by Love Affair. But okay. when I sent it off to the when I sent it off to the print to the publishers, they kept the name Chasing Rainbow. The second one, Oceans Away, was Gene Pitney's favorite song. Right. I don't think it was his best song when he sang it, but um, Roger Daltrey of the Who sang it as well. Well, I know you don't, know, so who I, I don't know who the Who is. The song's playing, and then. The last one is going to be bringing on back the good times. So it goes through the whole thing and it actually, of the whole love of Adam and Olivia. And I got a review today from someone about Oceans Away and they said, well, it sounds as though they're going to get together and I hope they will, but I'm going to have to wait. I can't wait for the next book. I'm not giving it away because Adam and Olivia have become real people. Felix bit the dust. Felix. Oh, oh you're telling. You're tell- don't, don't, tell- oh, don't give it all. Give it the details. I'm not giving you any more. Oh. Okay, that's it. Yeah. Felix. <laughs> He's a goner. Yeah, because they was on the plane together. Man. He was on the no, plane. That was it. A- so, what happened on the plane? Right. When they were on the plane together, what happened on the plane after she winked at, it, at them both and went and sat back on the plane? Felix looks at Adam and says, Do you know her? And he says, No, I don't know her. And he said, I thought she was winking at you. And then Felix remembers what happened in Hamburg when he called her a whore and what happened with them in Hamburg. And he actually goes back to try and make it right. So it's quite an, it's a story. I see why people can get this. Some people can have that emotion that it reminds them of uh, Fifty Shades of Grey because it seems like a very intricate love story. Yeah. Well, with good scenes in it, though, yeah. also, yeah. I can see it. I'm on the plane right now. I don't know why. Maybe I just have a good imagination, but I'm on the plane right now, <laughs> well, and I can see you, them two having that conversation. When I got married, because I told you, I, to, I got married six years ago to my third husband, okay. um, and when and the wedding organizer was, I'll call him a happy man. Understood. Yeah, because I don't like that other word. The fish, the, the, you know, it's a happy man. And for, for it, well, he's a, well, we're all happy. Anyway, so he's a happy man. So, so, 
I gave him chasing rainbows for a present. I was handing out things. And then when I went up to see him again, we went up before we went on honeymoon. And he said, Danny, he said, I can't look at you the same anymore. What? I said, why not? He said, because every time I look at you, I think about the love tunnel. So if... (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) Oh, wow. Right, because I use different words. I think that's what makes the books great. Yeah. Jane Austen was to write sex. I'd be Jane Austen. So we've got, I use different words. It's not, it's not crude. Right. In fact, maybe that's why everybody laughs because... It's 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 a, a different get, way love tunnel. Yeah, because that's that's what the laughter is for. Because it's like you think about you you giggle at this stuff. But I'm you sorry. Also the visualize happy, it. The happy man threw me. I'm so sorry. Because when you because you said wedding planner, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was, it was, it was a, a very happy man. Irish man, and it was and and it was like um, I don't like that other word. I don't. Right. I don't like words that, we, as human beings, or yes. we we like to label people, and we shouldn't label anybody anything. Mm. We're just human. Exactly. I'm you sorry, can. but can I just say you something? Can. And I know it's the opinionated podcast. I will. Sure. I will. Um, I'm going off the subject, but don't worry. I'll come yeah. back. I have <laughs> no to problem. say that Putin is a megalomaniac. And what I don't understand, mm. boys, is they have all these spy films, right? And they get somebody in who always kills the bad man. So why aren't why aren't they got somebody going in and just obliterating him before he obliterates Ukraine? It's terrible. It is definitely terrible. We haven't. We, it is a hundred percent terrible. Yeah, we've been we've been we was watching something earlier on them, and it's it, hopefully this seems like a terrifying man. Yeah, yes. I mean they're 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 petrified of him. Yeah, and we're going and this is purely it's close to World War Three uh, for YouTube because YouTube is the one that we have. YouTube, this is our opinion. We didn't say his name. This is not facts or anything. This is our personal. I just got to put that out there. This is our personal opinions and how we feel about the situation. Yeah, yeah. YouTube. No, you're not gonna get us in trouble. No, 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 as long no, as we fine. put that disclaimer out there that this is pure because this is the opinionated podcast. And we are opinionated. We are opinionated and we love for people to have their opinion. We don't yeah. like to don't hold so anybody that. down right. and say, oh you can't say that. No, no. speak your mind. Absolutely speak your truth. And I just I always put this I'm always in trouble with them. I'm in yeah. trouble with Facebook, they don't YouTube. Like, they don't like they don't, they don't like me because I speak my mind. I say what I feel. He's already customer. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you call the opinionated podcast you you're allowed to have an opinion. opinion. Yeah. Right. You Absolutely. Can, you can feel how you want to feel about the situation because my opinion looking at it is like what are you what getting you off? Of? He, you, you're, basically, gonna you're basically, you're basically. Gonna get us in trouble. Mm-hmm. I'm about to get us in trouble. Yes, <laughs> I'm just gonna speak on this real quick about the whole just, war just situation. Real just to end uh, real quick. Sure. I don't like the war situation. These people is a peaceful country. They were being left. They're doing their own thing. You just want to come in there and be the bully and be the aggressor and try to take their country. And I don't. What I don't like about Ukraine's uh, allies is you're not going to back them. You're mm. so scared of this country, what they can possibly do to you, that you're not sending troops over there or or sending help to back them. You're sending, right. you're doing sanctions, which is pretty much saying yeah, he's laughing at the sanctions. Yeah. Oh yeah, take. Well, oh, you yeah. Think, I was just going to ask you boys, do you think that sanctions work? I'm sorry, I'm. Just, Hello, oh, 
You think that's <laughs> somebody, well, he, uh, somebody got to clue me in on what a sanction actually a is. A sanction is, is basically, is like, we're not going to send you goods. We're not going to, we're going to cut you off from supplies. We're we're going to ta- ta- put heavy taxes yeah. on you. Oh, I'm you definitely bring... sending my wife a sanction. Okay. But I'm saying, it doesn't, it doesn't, that's what, <laughs> when the clip we was watching earlier with him talking to his spies, like he was trying to avoid the sanctions. He was like, what are you, and Putin's like, you're scared of being independent? That's why the guy was so scared. He was like, say his name. Okay, well, just VP. Yeah, because he'll probably send a hitman over here. Or something oh like my that. god. Okay, <laughs> I'm joking. Yep. Jeez. All right. Let's get back. Over. Oceans away. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Chasing rainbows. Chasing rainbows. Yeah, he need to go chasing rainbow. Oh my oh, Somebody give him a snicker. <laughs> that's that's Skittles. Um, I'm just saying, right. they, you know, give, why give, wait? Give, Chase stop. the rainbow. Yeah, <laughs> stop. Go so get him. Go get him a Snickers. We want. We want angry when you're not. We when you're want hungry. to hear more about <laughs> okay. Danny's book. Let's get back. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is see. This is this the one thing about a podcast. You can say it's a podcast. Mm. It's not a radio station. So that's true. We can go off script and do whatever we want. We're not top schedule. <laughs> that's true. But we're not. We're not in favor of any of that stuff. And yeah, yeah we just hope it all. It's, works it's out pretty sad. Yeah. yeah Chase the rainbow. Right. I'll just I'll I'll read you what it says on the back. It says, "Sometimes memories can bring promises of what might have been, or can reawaken demons best left sleeping." Adam and Felix didn't know each other, but a chance meeting on a plane takes them to days gone by, which were filled with love, laughter, sex, and tears. Mm. It appeared that they had more in common than they could imagine. When Olivia winked at her past, she set a process in motion and they all remembered when they were always chasing rainbows. Life can be so sad. We do get ourselves into messes, don't we? That's that one. Absolutely. Right, the next one. So this is what's on the back of this one. Ocean's away. Throughout her life, Olivia's had her fair share of knocks and heartbreak, but as she heads to America to promote her new book and negotiate a film deal, she's riding on the crest of a wave of success. However, a chance encounter on the plane with an old flame Adam has Olivia questioning her life choices. As she traverses the high life of New York and tests the water of the movie world, the universe conspires to bring Olivia and Adam together. Can Adam atone for his past demeanors? Can Olivia trust him again? Is it too late to find happiness and love? They're getting back together. It sounds like my love. It sounds like my story. They're getting back together. Yeah, I already know. Don't bring it in the book. Bring it in the, what was the new one? <laughs> well, oh. at this moment, boys, I'm actually marketing bring every bookshop in America. Oh, okay. So I'm trying. Good. And so, I'm sending them the video, I'm sending them emails, I'm doing the Facebook pages with the video, but Facebook um, only allow you to post so many things a day before they cut you off. Yep. Oh, yeah, okay. We've yeah, we've that. been through that. Yeah, yeah we, we lost the page doing yeah. that. Yeah, so, so that that's when I finish and I go do something else then, a bit of writing or whatever I'm doing. Um, okay. I think... Like I've said, I you can buy this book anywhere. You can buy it um, off Amazon around the world. You can buy it from the publishers. You can order it from the library. You can buy it anywhere. But it's not on the bookshelves. And um, I don't know how anyone gets a bestseller. Look, uh, I have a question for you. Because, yeah. you know, I go to Barnes & Noble. I don't know 
if you guys have Barnes and Noble where you're at. No, but you can get Chasing Rainbows at Barnes and Noble. Boom. There you go. That's one of my favorite bookstores. It's like a carnival when you go in there with the games and stuff. Anyway, either way. So, but I find myself maybe looking in Barnes and Noble um, and then ordering the book. Like it might be a couple months later, but ordering the book from Amazon. So when it comes to like selling books and, and you know, I think me personally, I don't know, if, I'm obviously not an author. Um, I think if you can promote the book and still sell it on Amazon, I honestly think you can get a bestseller that way or does it not work like that? No, it doesn't seemingly okay. because I always look at the Times bestseller and I still think that my market's America. I still feel I need to get going out there with this. Um, right. Seemingly to have a Times bestseller, you've got to sell 5,000 books in one week. Ooh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think I might have sold 100 books in two years. Oh, listen. <laughs> and, that, but that's the and, beauty of a book. Well, you know, maybe you have to die before you become famous like Charles Dickens did. I don't know. Um, I think I think um, that really, because it's it's there on the platform and my publisher puts it out there and they do their bit, I don't have to sell the book. I have to get other people to know that the book is there to buy. Right. Remote. Okay. That's, that's what this is for. Doing yeah. po- podcasts, different podcasts, and everything like that, and having clips and sharing it with people, then you get people a look into what you're doing behind the yeah. scenes, a look into the book, and they can because that's people is more visual nowadays, and they see what's going on, like, oh, let me check this book out, right? Yeah, so this is a good yeah. thing. But what you have to remember, Kevin, the problem is that I am just one book of thousands that are coming out every week, that's and true. also yeah. we've got this new indie thing. So we've got people self-publishing, which I have done, but now I've got a proper publisher um, in Pegasus. Self-publishing is all well and good. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's like people around the world, I mentor people in Africa and Asia that are writing books and don't know how to get gone about it because they think it's an easy way to make money. And I would say to people, don't expect to make millions because you'd be lucky if you get the money back that you put out to do the book. Right. You're not right. going to make money at it unless you're yeah. very lucky. And it's that one guy, that one film producer, that because I'll tell you who would make a wonderful Adam. Oh. Give it to I us. It's on his pages. Uh, uh, is it Milo Ventimilaggio? You go right, Let me get my Google machine he out. Was, he, did, he did a brilliant series. Um and I watched it, I can't remember what it was on telling. It was about a family in the 70s and they played the dad in it. Oh, I can't, I can't remember what it was called. Was, what, what's that name? That, Milo Ventimilaggio. Ventimilaggio. Oh. Ventimilaggio. Because I probably know who he is. That's the guy from This Is Us. That's it. That's the, yeah. that's the program. Oh, God, wasn't that fantastic Oh, program. he was in Heroes. All right, look. Heroes and heroes. Milo, yeah. That's a handsome guy. I can't, I can't lie. Yeah. Handsome dude. He was like, he was like the <laughs> Superman version in Heroes. Do you know him? Have you got nah. his address? Do you, what no, I'm he, saying is, have you got his address? Because <laughs> I'll tell you who else I know, and he's, he's just, and I actually know him. Um, the guy who played Highlander, Adrian Paul. I mean, but, looked at a, Highlander. Was I was looking room. at. Um, I thought. Lorenzo Lamas ain't play Highlander, right? <laughs> where, where did what did he play? Renegade? He played Renegade. 
Now, I can imagine that guy from Heroes being on the airplane actually. Yeah. Oh, he just looks like Adam. He just looks like the young Adam, and and he ages well. So, but, oh, but Henry Cavill. Oh, Henry Cavill. No, 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 no. It's oh, Adrian Paul. Let me see. Did is it Highlander or Outlander? Wait a minute. This might be Outlander. This is high. Yes, Highlander. Well, well, going. Um, you were saying selling one copy or selling a million. Listen. I, I tell everybody that get on here because a lot of people is in the same boat. I tell them all the time. Our podcast, we what? How long did it take us to get a hundred plays? It it took us quite a bit. It took us quite a, a bit. It took us took us a year and a half to get a hundred plays, and we was we was so ecstatic. I'm like, yeah, man, we great. got a hundred. We got we finally got a hundred plays, but we just kept grinding and grinding, putting our face out there, doing different things, switching everything up. Now we can drop an episode. Yeah. From the episode, that episode to get three, four hundred plays, created goals. Yeah, just, yeah. First just day, just happy about on the, the first day. Yeah, the first day it drops. Boom, three hundred, three hundred plays right then and there, easily. And then people go check our back catalog, and it and it keep, it keep going on and on. It's just that you got to be long as you're consistent at it, and you bring good, and you're bringing good material. People, people will come yeah. to it, you know, and 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 do what you're doing right now. Reach out to different podcasters and 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 and, and radio show hosts. Cause we people like we like to speak to y'all. Absolutely. They don't, they don't, we're for not sure. charging y'all anything. It makes good content. It makes stuff for people who are in similar situations like you try to achieve their goal. Also, you know that's what we try to do. We try to bring information to everybody, and we're all over. You know, we everywhere from America all the way to Australia, Asia, Kevin India. He gonna start naming states. Yeah, Bogota. Bogota. Bogota, India. Bogota. Let me. Bogota. Yeah, Bogota. Yeah. Bogota. Yeah, Colombia. Was it? Yeah. I got a. I got a question. I got a question. Now we went over who you would like to play certain parts, and I asked this question before, but I do think it's a really good question. If you can get anyone to direct your like your um your your book to a film, who would it be? Um, well, I know who immediately would come to mind, but it would, it would. And so if you can't get Spielberg, because he's good. It's but, yeah, Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> but, sure. but, you know, you it's cannot, really what's his name? Cameron. Whoever you can. Yeah, if that's what's who you love. Who did Who's Titanic? That? Oh, uh, James, um, James, James Cameron. Cameron. Oh, my God. You're, yeah, yeah, he's a I great could, If I could get... And and the thing is, for me, it's about if I could just get someone on the phone or not on the phone because it's better like this. Because I can uh, talk, I could okay. sell oil to the Arabs. I can I can but, see that. <laughs> but thank you. But I need to find the Arabs first. Uh, okay. You know, I think um, I would think because Spielberg has just done um, West Side Story. Oh, okay. Or yeah, I'll tell you who. Um, I re- although, um, yeah, it'd be Milo Ventimilagio to play Adam, and it could be Ryan Gosling to play Ooh. Felix. All right, see, now okay. you're talking. Yeah. Now you're, yeah, there All you right. go. And I mean, the, th- the thing about the, the stories, you can adapt them to any country. They don't, you know, they don't have to be like the book. Right, yeah, of course. You- you could they can be on a plane, whatever. Um, yeah. I just need someone either to be listening to your podcast, to be who is between jobs, who thinks, 
oh, I'm looking for another project and I've got a million left. Me? Danny, <laughs> Danny Jones left. in England. <laughs> He'll get on the first plane to America and just do it. You know, because um, cause the other thing is, people read it, but then I've got to push them for reviews because mm. they're just, um, people don't review. Yeah. I'm be honest, I don't. I'm going to be honest. I'm, yeah. I'll read a book, and it could be – I forget which one I read. It was something about – it had meditation in it. It really got me interested in meditating. And it was probably one of the best books I've ever read. And I got it from Amazon, I believe. And, I, yeah, I didn't believe it. This guy, obviously, he was one of the you know dudes who sell a whole bunch of books. He's just one of those guys. But I didn't even think to leave a review. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't think people do. And I, and I don't. I got. I did get one bad review, and I got a bit upset. And then suddenly, I thought, unless reviews get you to buy the books, which I'm not sure they do, mm. um, do I care if someone likes it or not? Just buy it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what, once they I, buy- I'd like to get my money back that I've put into it. So just buy it. Um, <laughs> It's not my fault if you don't like it because if it's one person out of 50, right? You can't please all the people all of the time, can you? No, and guess what? He bought the book. He bought the book. He bought the, he bought the book. book. Clearly, something made him want to buy it. So, do I care? It could yeah. burn <laughs> yeah, just buy the book. Yeah, I need, I, I need, um, I'll give it five years before I decide to do something else. I think going back to people writing books and flooding the market. This new indie thing, this self-publishing, um, can take a lot of money, you know, and there are a lot of charlatans out there. I can design your book cover. I'll be the editor. And yeah, yeah, they're taking money before. under false pretenses. Now, yeah. the one thing I found with being self-published, it was just for sale on Amazon, and I didn't know which way to go. If you've got a publisher behind you, you can open more doors with a publisher. Oh, yeah, you still yeah, yeah. have to do your own, you still have to market. Right. So you can't sit back thinking the publisher will do it. Because, again, you have to think, to me, it's two books so far. To them, it's two of maybe 500 books that they've right. got to see to. Absolutely. And I think people think, well, if I've written a book, that was the hardest. No, the hard work starts after the book. And what I decided to do was invest in myself. So the the books are the brand. I'm the brand. That's why I've got these little videos and things. And so, because you're not going to talk to the book, you're going to talk to me. Right. And if you like talking to me, you'll have me back to talk about something else. So it's me, the personality, not actually the books, but they open the doors. Yeah. I've got so much I can give, there's so much I can do. You know, I've done little films and I've done this and I've done that. I've done some very bad things in my life. Um, I've done some very good things, haven't we all? That's right, um, all, all, everybody. And I just think, I just think I've got so much to say. It's almost I feel it's the road to somewhere else. I could never be your president, though. <laughs> no? no, no, no. Anybody can be our president. That's all. I, I don't. Said. Well, no. <laughs> I won't want to get into politics. It's all I'm going to say. Anybody can be our president after the last one. Now, now let me ask you. I know a lot of people's um, books become almost like children. Do you ever, would you ever say that, you know, the more books you write, 
the more chances you have of hitting on maybe one or two. And then the things start really happening that you, you know what I mean? Like we got the yeah. trilogy here, but maybe two more, I'm not giving, you know, I'm not putting this on you, but maybe no. two more books after the trilogy is the one where it really starts happening. And then people fall in love with your whole catalog. Ooh. Yeah. I think, I think, I think you're going to be, it's very rare that someone publishes a book as an unknown. We know it happened with Fifty Shades um, and it's going to take off. So I've done these two and I'm at present writing, bringing on back the good times, but I'd already got two other books and I've just sent the first one of the next trilogy off to the publisher. They thought they were getting book three, but they've got book one of the next slot. Now, Chasing Rainbows doesn't do it. It, the next one might do because it's a prison story and everybody oh, likes prisons. Everybody likes prison stories. Shawshank. There you go. Yeah. 100%. And this is a love story about a teacher and an inmate that fall in love and there's a massive age gap. Mm. And, wait, wait, and, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I, I, I want to stop you right there. Can yeah. you repeat that? just so I can get the premise of the story. Right. So it's a teacher that works in a prison and she fought, she and an inmate who is much younger fall in love. Mm. And the way they communicate is through letters. So the first book, which is called The Prisoner's Girlfriend Between the Bars, which was written... After, you see, my, my you've got to have a gimmick to sell these books. Was written after a song by Elliot Smith. Do you know Elliot Smith? I do not. Yeah, I'm not familiar. Right. We're young. Right. Between the bars, it was a drug addict and he died. Um, oh. But he wrote some good songs, and he came from a swamp somewhere in America. Um, okay. So it's so <laughs> it's the, the prisoner's girlfriend between the bars. So a bit of the uh, the first verse of the song is in the book. Um, hmm. And it's all the letters from the prisoner to the woman. Okay. And it tells of his over the, over the year, and it tells of his life. Of it tells the story. It tells of child abuse, of prison life, wow. of all sorts. And then it ends where they get married in prison. And okay. then the second book is called The Prisoner's Wife still between the bars because he's got another four years to do. Okay. And then it's the story again of his letters. They're not her return letters, they're just his letters to her once she's become the wife. Oh. And it ends oh. where he comes out of prison in the third book, which isn't titled, will be telling people what happened when he came out. You know what? And I'm hearing that. Number one, it sounds like a great idea. Now, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't mean to cut you off. But to me, that right there sounds like, I mean, after it's written, obviously, a, a fire Netflix series. Yeah, but it's uh, like, it, like yeah. and it could go for like right. seasons and seasons and seasons, even explaining one part, one book. You know what I mean? Like two seasons could cover one book. That's what it sounds but, like to me. But shall I tell you, but the thing that makes this great is it's true. The letters <sighs> are real. That's even listen. That's even better. Yeah, that's fine. I'm taking. Yeah, you should <laughs> yeah. look into. You yeah. should look into because Netflix is giving out a lot of deals to people yeah. who write books. It's context, yeah. though. It's context. Yeah, it's who context. you got. It's who you it's know. Context. But, and it's yeah. not published yet because I've just sent it off. But oh, these like letters were obviously they're edited and they've been made a bit more storyish. 
but sure. these are real letters from a man who that sounds fire that and sounds he signed them over to me i've got well i haven't got them all because they're in books now so we got rid of them because they were like like that if you think about four or five letters at uh, books full of letters of four years of everyday letters that's a lot of letters a lot yeah, yeah. absolutely um, oh that's gonna be fire it's, yeah that's it's the good. last one it's the one when it comes out that so for me and i've always thought and you're right i've thought well these two i'm learning the skill i'm crafting but maybe the prison ones are going to be the one that kicks off because by the time they're coming out I've already got a bit of a following mm -hmm. and people know I've met, you've met me now, I've yes. met you, three lovely lads. You know, <laughs> right, you're lovely you. and it's lovely talking you. to you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, likewise. So, so you're right, it doesn't need to be the first one. If you've got a whole band of books, mm. it may, it actually, it makes you bona fide. Everybody can write one book. And yeah. and the thing that I keep saying to people as well is like everybody's got a book in them. Everybody mm. can write a book, but how many people can write a good book? That's, That's the key. That's the key. That's, That's the, key. the key. And yeah. and it's I'm watching and I'm on a lot of Facebook groups for writers and things. And I just I don't really get involved, but I watch and I'll keep putting my little video clip up of, of the book and everything. Right. Um and it and it saddens me really because there's this myth because there's this myth about um that you can make millions it doesn't work like that no yeah. most, if you think true artists and most artists and you'll know even singer songwriters that are fantastic mm -hmm. can be very poor oh yeah that's yeah. a normal thing yeah <laughs> you're very poor and then it's just it's got to be Look, it's it, got to be look. I mean, I'm pushing for the moment to for, for for my book to get onto bookshelves because that's another area where people come in and take them off. My dream would be to go to the airport and see it on the shelves in the airport. Right. Just walk past and go, whoa, that's mine. But that's what right. you must never forget is to always have humility. Yes. Always be grateful and thankful. Yeah, stay humble. Um, you have 100%. to work hard, like you said. You you know, it took you ages to get the hundred plays. You didn't yeah. sit drinking cups of tea waiting for it to happen. You've got to go out there and work really hard to do it. Right. Yeah. It, so I need to do it right. all before I die. That's why I need a producer at least by twenty twenty three or a scriptwriter or someone. Just gotta stay persistent. I'm about to say you put it in the air. Yeah. You gotta put, you put, you yeah. just put, put it in, in the air. air. You yeah. know, say so yeah. into existence. Well, just... I do cosmic That my ultimate. I need to tell you this because you like this one. My ultimate book that I really want to rewrite, and then I probably stop if if I don't get anywhere at all, is um, a murder. A murder called. It's a crime thriller called. It wasn't me, Michael. And. Okay. It's, about, it's about a woman. Well, it's very, it's oh, it's twists and turns, and it's a bit Brad, uh, Barbara Taylor Bradfordish because it's going to be a long one. So it goes into the history of the family and everything, and it's about a woman that goes around killing counselors, therapists. Oh, a serial killer! Oh my gosh! Yeah, but but 
she's got a twin sister and while she's going to go and kill them the twin sister's getting there before before her but she didn't know she had a twin sister it's Oh, yeah. yeah, hold oh, see, yeah. see, that would make it good because so I'm getting stories. tired. I'm getting tired of people remaking old movies. That's, oh, yeah, I that's am. what I'm saying. There's always room for new content. It is, it is. It's definitely needed because everybody is just redoing what's already been done. And it's like <sighs> I seen I watched the movie uh yesterday with my fiance for the, the first time I heard of it. Um it had to come out, I want to say 2012-ish. It had uh, John C. Riley in it mm-hmm. um, from Step Brothers. Yeah. And I can't remember her name, Tilda something. Tilda Swinton? 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 Yeah, she was yeah. the uh, Swinton? Chronicle, Chronicles of Narnia. She was, she was the evil princess or evil yeah. whatever. A so, real handsome woman. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was pretty much uh, about her and John C. Riley were married. And they had a child. Child name was Kevin. Okay. Uh, the, terrible. The terrible, movie terrible. was called "We Need to Talk About Kevin," and she she had a child, and something about her son. They didn't have a connection. So as he was growing up from a kid to um, a teenager, he you could, it just seemed like he hated his mom. I mean, it was it was it was kind of scary to see a person that she was raising looking at her the way he was looking at her, like with mm. evil intent, like uh, his dad had got him a bow and arrow as a gift, like a bow and arrow set. And I guess it had like a little suction cup at the end. So it's, oh, okay. It. And he had a little, a little play dart set and you do it outside or whatever. So he's there out there practicing and the mom is in there. She's doing the dishes or whatever. And he's talking to his dad as he's, as he's doing it, his dad's telling him to aim, and then he just turns and aims at the window, and boop, right at the window where his mom is at. She just gets scared, startled, and he's just staring at her, like. And then he'll go and look at his dad and be smiling, like, "Thanks, dad." Like, like nothing ever happened. I don't want to tell you the ending of the story because it's definitely crazy, but it's definitely something to check out. We need to talk about Kevin. That John was crazy. Yeah, we're talking. Yo, yo, I appreciate you telling yeah. me about no, it, but I have no idea where it came. Kevin, talk about the story not. itself. <laughs> yeah, the story itself, like with with. I'm with probably going to watch it. Yeah, it was a, it was, it was just something different. Like you know how they be remaking stuff over and over. Oh, okay, that's, okay, I get stuff it now. Over I get and over it. again. That's an old it. movie that I've seen. Yeah. I've never seen the concept of that in right. itself. Period. Well, that, that, so well, then I got you because you ever think about writing? I got you. You ever think about? Writing scripts. I mean, you say you're a storyteller because I, I we talked to a few authors and they say it's harder writing a script than it is writing a book. But since you're a storyteller, you ever think about writing scripts and sending them off to people because that that gets picked up a lot too. You know, yeah. From what I learned on Entourage, yeah. I mean, when I I I've written I've written a couple of plays and things. I think um, I think it's hard to write the script because. Mm. You have to write down what they do. Yeah. Whereas when you're writing a book, you're just writing the story because it's there what they do. It's sort of you're painting a picture. To me, um, writing a book is painting a picture for someone else to see. Yeah. Mm. But when you're writing a script, you're just putting the tools together because someone else will see. 
whoever reads a script will see the story different. It, well, I'm saying that it's a bit contradictory because we all have. If you, if it's better to right, haven't you ever read a book and then watched the film and thought, oh no, he didn't look like that. Yeah, they yeah. left. They left that. I didn't imagine. The yeah. of the person doing that film. It's right. in. It's in. When I write my stories, because I use real people who don't really know I'm using them, um, <laughs> I've got this picture in my mind. But when you're reading it, you might have a completely different picture. Right. But with a script, it's about the the enter here, and he coughs, and he touches his nose, and you don't mm. write that in a book. Yeah, yeah. I sit having a cup mm-hmm. of coffee. You're not going to put Willie sat picking his nose, but if you want him to be doing it on stage, then you've got to write that. Right. Okay. The writing's a little more meticulous. Yeah, have I explained myself all right? Because it's like, yeah. So I would think what I've done already with chasing rainbows, I've already taken all the dialogue out, and it's all there. But then you have to put it into scenes, and you have to put who's walking right. where and sitting down. That's for wow. another day. Yeah. But I just thought, get all the dialogue out and get it filed. Mm-hmm. So it's there. What I could do with is someone to come on board with me and for us to collaborate. The problem for me is that I'm a control freak. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so it's my way or the highway. So that, but, but it would be a big learning curve to do it with somebody. What about oh. somebody you respect? Sorry? What about someone you respect? Like getting, getting you know... Like somebody oh. you really respect their, if their I really ability. If I respected them and they knew more than me, then I'd learn from them. Mm, um, you know, I, I didn't realise I was a control freak till I was getting married and then someone said, Ooh. you're just organising everybody. I'm going to Rome in March with my oh. friends. We're all off to Rome for, uh, like, a wild weekend. A, a, a wild well, that's a wild weekend when you've got oh. four women. That's right? early. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you have a good time. In Rome. In Rome. <laughs> well, when in Rome. Whoa, well, when in Rome. Sometimes you gotta look at yourself <laughs> and just say, "When in Rome." <laughs> yeah, well, we were going to go before COVID, and then um, uh, it all got cancelled. But we're going on the seventeenth of March to Rome, which is going to oh, be really okay. great. That a couple of days, and that will be written. The Rome trip will be written into the third book. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Real inspiration. Yeah. Real inspiration. Exactly. Use, so, use what you know. Use what you know. Yeah. So you are know? you set on, uh, when you're writing books, are you set on writing trilogies? Or you, do you keep them at trilogies? Or or is there possibilities for you to go four, five, and six? Or, you know, you got you got any one and dones? Um, yeah. I think I think this, this Chasing Rainbows was by default a trilogy because mm. I finished in the airport and then the reader went, well, you'll have to write another one now because we want to know what happens in America. I have no intentions of writing a trilogy. Oh, and then when God. I wrote Oceans Away, I actually wrote an ending. And then in real life, after 30 years, I found Adam. His name okay. isn't Adam. And I thought oh. I better write another book now because Adam <laughs> and Olivia are talking again. So there's another book now um, that's ongoing, but I will end up making it up at the end, of, you know, because we don't know where this will end, okay. right? That's, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, um, it, so um, the back to your question, the prison ones will be a trilogy, 
that it wasn't me, Michael, is one book. And then I've got okay. another story that's there. So, again, going back to, like, do I just sit and write? No, I'll get an idea, write it down, and I might add to it. So I might be five years adding to it, and I might eventually mm. get a book together. It's hard wow. work doing it that way, mind, because you have to put it all together. But yeah. there's, one, there's one about a couple that um, inherit a house that was in the 1920s style, and they keep it on. He's a, <laughs> he's a forensic... Um, Psychiatry is a forensic something, something pathologist or something, and she is something quite big. Um, and she keeps having dreams, and this geisha keeps coming to her in this dream. And eventually, they find a panel, a door in a panel, and they go in the back into this room, and they find a skeleton, and it's this geisha, and their early relative. That, that owned this house in the 20s, brought this woman across from Japan. Mm, That's all I'm saying about that as well. Because that's a, that's a good horror Fire stories. That's yeah. a good horror yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, but I don't have the time because in between that, I have to take my dog out and feed my husband. But it's all there. I just hope I don't die. Before no, no. all done. <laughs> no, 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 I'm gonna no, wish no. you long Those life. Fire stories. Cause yeah. I all of that is stuff I would definitely watch on Netflix. That's why yeah, I think the game is kind of changing. They're looking for content, yep. especially like that. Just make sure nobody you know you takes your content. Brainstorm I need a name of instance then. like that. Yeah, put a name. And, yeah, and name for that one. Copyright it, copyright it, and that's your idea. Cause somebody would take this and be yeah. like, eh, you boys, you must find a name for me. The geisha in the closet. No, no, no. two on the nose, two on the nose, two no. on the nose. All right. No, um, I mean you must find a name that I can, on Netflix. I need a name. I need a link. Oh, a Netflix. name. Oh, 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 story. Listen, I don't need to throw no titles for my books and stories because we we we're looking in the future just because we're we're doing authors now, but I'm trying to get. We're doing film producers. Film and, yeah. yeah, so we get names like that. We'll definitely, definitely send me away because I'm pretty sure they're looking That's for why the next a group, yeah. a group it's, page. It's just, it's just hitting yeah, we'll talk about at the it. right yeah. moment. And I do believe everything happens at the right time. Right, absolutely. You know, absolutely. You never um, know. You somebody be listening to this episode in the car, like yep. you know what? Where's this woman at? Yeah, where they I can't find? snatch that geisha one. No, <laughs> they no try but, to I'm snatch saying, that but I'm one. saying they we would, might want to get in contact with her. Get in contact yeah. with you, like that's why I said make sure you give mm-hmm. us all your information because somebody's yeah. like, oh, she has a lot mm-hmm. of good ideals. I can use this. Did you hear this episode? Check this out. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the other thing, the other thing I've I've realized in my. Um, quest to find the name or whatever whatever you go into they want money oh yeah of course yeah so you can't even get onto a register for these stars or anything because you have to pay to join i don't have money i'm an english pensioner right i don't have the money i've only got my pension and i don't even live in my own house i live in a rented house I and everything's you. going up. So I'm not going to pay someday to give me Milo Ventimilajo's phone number. He should be asking for mine. Mm. 
Yeah. You got the goods. Listen, that's, yeah. how, that's, that's how you. That's how, that's how you, you tell them. That's how you approach life. If you approach life yeah. with that energy, then it comes. So to they'll you. come to you. Yeah, yeah. the right person will come to you. Because I, I also feel like, like the way that things are going now, like there's a lot of indie films that you know what I mean that mm. are, are pretty good, especially yeah. if they make it into some festivals and stuff like that. Then they become mm. the you know the, the big production, or they even get remade. So, yeah. I think there's so many lanes, and the more people you get around, the more people, not that you need advice or anything, but I'm just speaking in generality. No, the more people, Yeah, the more people you get around, the more people get to know you, especially with your personality. The more people get to know you. And if they can, if somebody can buy into you, I feel like they can buy into your ideas. Like, you know what I mean? And not just yeah. money. I mean, just like believe in you. Then, yeah. then the work gets done from there. Yep. You know what I mean? In my opinion. Yeah. No, no, you're right. And that's why I said I'm the brand, not, mm-hmm. you know, the books are just, I'm the brand. And because I'll tell you what, I used to, you won't remember this because you're too young. There used to be a woman on American television called Dr. Ruth. Dr. Ruth? Oh, man. You are she right. Was a woman in a tweed that. suit that answered people's sex pro- problems. No, oh, I remember yeah, I her. Remember. She yep. was the bomb. I do remember her. And, he used oh, to, and I used to watch her. and I used to think, have you ever had sex, love? Because <laughs> who does sex with you anyway? You know, it's like nah, she yeah, was probably fired. Yeah. She was probably throwing it. How <laughs> in all honesty? Yeah. Yeah. I'd be brilliant interviewing people and stuff. I'd be not I would, you know, anyway. But yeah. So Kevin, are you all right if I send you some of the links to my little silly videos as well? Yeah, of course. Not only yeah. Send me everything you want. Everything you want that you want in your episode. We got a page. You can. Yep. We don't care that we. We do care. We do. That's care. why. No, we, we not, not, not like that. But we, we don't mind. We don't. And we, and we, we don't care. mind. Yes. Helping. We, this is this is our outlet. We we're just here as an outlet for everybody because yep. just like you know, you're giving us great content. You know, we're gonna give our listeners your great content. It it, it it's a win 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 win. One hand wash the other. Yeah, both wash the face. You supposed yep. to you supposed to look out because you never know where somebody would be. Five or ten years from now, I was like, "Oh, I might be producing." And guess what? Yeah, the geisha in the closet. <laughs> that's, my, that's, my, that's my go-to. <laughs> you just never know oh where things God. might end up. And yeah, I, I love I'm it. Going but to please, try and make, not have any sex in that book. I'm going to try nah. and write a proper book with no sex in, but I can't help myself. Nah, yeah, but yeah, nah. We need that. <laughs> Everybody likes to see like that. <laughs> <laughs> we need that. It makes, you know, it spices it up a little bit. You know, having sex and boom, somebody falls, you know, right into the closet where the geisha skeleton is. Oh, yeah. And nah. then, and, yeah, it's going to My be, idea is think, terrible. Yes. Yeah, I think, I mean, it might not go that way. I think it might get more spooky and then the digger up at the side of the lake. I haven't decided. Oh. I haven't decided at all. You might um, as well. Don't, this, yeah, don't this, tell nobody. All of Chasing Rainbows take most of it takes place in Yorkshire. Um, okay, it, it's it, it's good, and there's a fashion show in it, and that fashion show did exist, and I have got the 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 DVD of the fashion show. So, like, one or two people have read it, and they've gone, "Well, I was there." I've gone, "Yeah, you were." Yeah, <laughs> you're in the book, <laughs> but you're they don't know. Don't so that know. means you wrote it very well. Yeah, well, yeah. In fact, in fact, one of my friends who I've not seen for years said, "I'm going to buy your book and take it on holiday." 
And I thought, oh, Jesus. I said, well, I need to tell you that you're actually in it and you'll know it's you. And she said, oh, well, perhaps I shouldn't read it. And I said, well, perhaps you should. <laughs> and then tell others. And she Get did. Self-aware. She did because it was like she did something not very nice to me. To Olivia, sorry. She did something not very nice. Okay, okay. (laughs) She knows it now. And, 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 you know, oh, it's in the book now. It's immortalized. It's like like when you put something in a book, even if it doesn't get read, it's there forever. It's there forever. Yeah. Absolutely. And some of the crap that I've been through in my life, I thought, I can't have just been through all that for nothing. Right, yes. Mine needs to hear them stories. Going into books, yeah. but I don't know any geishas, and and I've I, although I could murder some therapists, and I am a therapist <laughs> myself. Right, um, I've not killed any. Oh, yeah, don't yeah. Right, I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll tell you a quick story about when I was a therapist. You're gonna love this. Are you okay. ready? Right. Yeah. So I decided that I wasn't going to be a therapist anymore. It became. It was becoming a bit medicalized, and I, I wasn't. It, I wasn't making enough money because in those days it was for people who had a lot of money, and mm-hmm. um, you know, even poor people need therapy. So I would do a sliding scale of of you know how much can you pay me or what do you think I'm worth, and. Um, mm. A woman who was quite well connected in the counselling world rang me and said, would I counsel her husband? They were getting divorced and he'd got a problem. And I thought, well, it's not really what I should be doing, but if you're all right and he's all right. So into my room came this man. And I've always had a thing for a posh voice and he spoke like that. He was very, and he sat down and he (laughs) said, "Um, I went to see a psychotherapist in Leeds and I've had to report him. And I thought this man could break me. But I decided he was going to be the last person that I would ever counsel again. So we start talking. So the first thing that happened is talking about Plymouth gin. I love gin. And so the first thing that happens with with him is after he's talked about how wonderful Plymouth gin is, because, you know, you have to get to know each other and feel comfortable. I rushed off to the supermarket and bought a big bottle of Plymouth gin. So the next time he came for the therapy, he walks in with a carrier bag. And in his carrier bag, he's got a bottle of tonic, a lemon and two small miniatures of gin, a Plymouth gin and a London gin. And he said, well, I've brought these for you so you can taste them. And out of the corner of my eye, I can see an empty bottle of Plymouth gin on the floor by the plant pot. And I'm like, oh, shit, he's going to see that. So I sort of go across and I kick it round. (laughs) thank you very much so then he comes in and he's talking and his wife he had a sexual problem and and one of the things that they teach you when when you yeah but i realized his wife had done that she'd she'd done that in in things then you know the story comes out and that when you're learning to be a counsellor, one thing you've got to be aware of is what's going on through your mind while they are talking to you. Okay, and okay. when when I had the epiphany, this isn't you, it's her, I'm sat there thinking, well, now with me, love, you won't have a problem at all. You hear this? <laughs> you hear this? <laughs> <laughs> so it comes again. Oh, and we got to the point where I said, well, we're not really going to know until you go with another woman. You know, Mm. we can talk forever, but you're going to have to be with another woman or whatever. So he comes back after Christmas and he's telling me about a Christmas party that he's been to. um, And he was kissing the neighbour's wife. 
Oh, what is going on? Well, yeah. Yorkshire. This is another film. Netflix. I know something <laughs> There you go, for sure. So it's kissing the neighbor's wife. And I'm sat there thinking, I need to ask him, but how shall I word it? Because he was very posh indeed. He was very hoo-ha. And I thought, how am I going to word this? I can't say, right, well, did you get an ad on? Or whatever you say in America. <laughs> I thought, how do I put this? Because I'm like the lady therapist. And I went, I need to stop you there because I need to ask you something. And yes, yes, I said, and I'm not sure how to word this, I said, but I really need to know, did you get a stirring in your loins? <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, he looked at me and I looked at him. I, we burst out laughing. I fell off the chair. I, I thought, what idiot said, did you get a stirring in your loins? I could have said, did you get some feelings downstairs or whatever? <laughs> and, uh, just a bonus. Every time we looked at each other, we, we just burst out laughing. It was so funny. Um, and on that note, I mean, I did see him a couple of times after that and I finished counselling. And about four months later... He rang me up and said, I need to come back. And I said, well, I'm not doing it. I haven't got supervision. I haven't, I'm not doing it. And he said, please. And that mm. was, a, that was nice for me to think that he wanted to come back with another problem. It wasn't sexual, by the way, this time. It was something else. He actually, he went on a solo holiday, you know, like people who were on their own gone these holidays. Yeah. And he met this little dumpy fat woman who lived in Cambridge and she came to live with him up in Bradford. Spice out there, right? For the for the big girls. Donkey. Did you get it? So that should tell you a bit like what my books are like. Did you get a stirring in your loins? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely should have said, did you get a boner? <laughs> it's okay if you did. <laughs> Actually, he did. He did no, he did. He said I did a little bit, but I thought you shouldn't have been kissing your neighbor's wife. Oh yeah, he was tripping. Yeah, that was naughty. That's, that's how a fight break out. Yeah, <laughs> that's how death breaks out. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, wrapping up, did did you want to say, if you had anything else to say to our audience, uh, what would what would you say? Oh, about anything. About anything. Anything yeah. with the, our audience. Anything about. from you to them. Right, from me to them. Well, besides besides buy me book, please. Of course. And make me a star, because I'll keep you laughing for the rest of your lives. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I've got a few. Right. Treat everybody as you wish to be treated. If you give a mm-hmm. smile, you'll get a smile. And I've forgotten the last one. Oh, bugger, wait a minute. Um, and you never know what's going on in people's lives. So be kind. That's good. Absolutely. That's the good. words. Yeah. I'd and the last thing, myself. when life is getting you down and life isn't going your way, the best thing to say is, fuck it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's right. (laughs) My motto. My motto. Drop two in the fucking bucket. All right. Thank you, boys. It's been a great pleasure speaking to you. I've just had a fabulous time. 
Oh, we had a great time. We we appreciate you for joining us. Thank you. Um, Hey, anything else to add, guys? No, that was that was a very very funny. That was fun. Listen, I've got to say, listen from Cornwall, England. Feel the love. Feel the love. Feel the love. You want to give out uh, anywhere they can find you on your social media, where they can find your books, where they can purchase, how they can get in contact with you. Get and throw that out there for everybody. I'll I'll send I'll send it all. I think Kevin, I've got your email, haven't I? Yeah, yeah. You can tell everybody well, here, so when they I, when they I, listen, I like they can look for it. I do it like oh, this. No, we'll yeah. share it as well. Right, right. You can get you can get the book on Goodreads. I have a page on Facebook, DM Jones author, where I put all sorts of things up. Um, I did try Instagram, but I got confused. I did <laughs> okay, try yeah. Twitter, and that's a load of rubbish. So yeah. I yes. did do Facebook for now. Um, and you can get in touch with me. I would love to talk to people. Um, you can ask me any questions. Uh, you can buy the book at Barnes and Noble. Hey. It, you can't go in. You can't go. You've got to buy it online. So the first one, Chasing Rainbows, is with Barnes and Nobles in America. The second one is with Gardeners in America. Okay. okay. They're the distributors for the book. Um, they. They are different. I am different. They are one-offs like me. Um, If you don't want to buy it for you, buy it for a friend. They make lovely presents. And I think we are, you know, it's coming back in his reading. Yeah. Yes. And because, oh, the other thing I forgot to mention, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, boys. I forgot to mention, in the back of the books, oh, hang on. There, can you see it? I can't. No more. There, there we go. The books, there is a playlist because there's a lot of music mentioned in the books. Oh, okay. oh that's okay. right. Right. So I thought if I put the, playlist, a, the book has a soundtrack. That's the well, book. I wish because I'll tell you what I do because that was one of my dreams to get a CD out of the soundtrack and then give all the money from the CD to Cornwall Air Ambulance because we're very rural and we're this little peninsula off England, so we're very governed by the sea and what goes on. And if it wasn't for the air ambulance, a lot of people would die. There's a lot of um, people you might know, right? So we've got Rhythm of the Night by DeBarge. Hey, yeah. We've got Marvin Gaye, I Want You. Okay. We've got, I'm just looking for the American ones, Who's making love to your old lady while you were out making love? Jack's Johnny Taylor, as you Kev's favorite know. songs. Um, <laughs> music of Goodbye by Al Jarrow. Here We Go Loving Again by Dillard and Johnson. Oh, no, that might be an obscure I'm one. I'm older than you, so don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> we've got Stay With Me Till Dawn, Judy Took. It'll Never Be Over For Me by Timmy Yoro. Just the two of us by Grover Washington oh, you and know it, huh? Elusive Butterfly by Boblin. The second book, so they're all sort of 80s songs. I bet the second book they didn't put the playlist in. Oh, oh yeah, they did. Here, there's another playlist. So you can go on YouTube and listen to these. These are more, um, these are, we've got Closure by Gabrielle. She's American, isn't she, Gabrielle? Gabrielle? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm about to say, get your Google machine. Oh, and my favourite, <laughs> Benny Troy, I want to give you tomorrow. Oh, yeah, he, you're talking some smokers right now. Like and some, Home uh, is Where the Heart fire. Is with Bobby Womack. Oh, classic. 
Oh, well, and 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 she's my Facebook friend. Is um, "Just Loving You" by Ruby Andrews. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah you're talking no. like that's love, that's love songs. For the book. Yeah, yeah, and the best one. This is one of the sexiest songs out. A taste of honey by the Four Tops and the Supremes. So this is the gimmick in these books as a playlist. So yes, I forgot about the CDs. I want somebody to make the CDs for me, and that that money from the CDs would go to the charity. I don't want that money. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. I'm sorry, moments. I've carried on. We should have finished. I'm sorry. No, no, no not at all. Good. Not at all. Um, great content. Yeah, absolutely. So, with all that said, uh, yeah, we were your host. I'm cool, Kev. You always look at me. I know yeah, why. It's so why? weird. And Kevin, and look, why you look at him, Kevin Rant? That's yeah. me. Yeah. And I'm Andre. And we would like to thank our guests, Danny Jones, and I'm there missing you already. Oh, there <laughs> we go. Nice. We'll see you again soon for sure. Absolutely. Oh, bless you. I'll talk about anything. I'll talk about anything. <laughs> <laughs> the All right. And we will see you guys next time. All right. As thank always. You very much. Peace. God bless you all. Thanks, lads. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Opinionated Podcast. If you love today's episode, make sure to subscribe, leave a review, five stars. We don't want nothing less. If you're an artist, actress, a songwriter, an author, or you're doing something that's interesting and you want to be a guest on our show, please email us at opinionatedpodcastddk at gmail.com. That's opinionatedpodcastddk at gmail.com. Thank you. Have a blessed day.